put some respect on my name. This is another episode of Flavor in Your Ear Podcast. Talk to me, baby. I talk, man. A podcast about damn near any and every topic with no filter and zero regard for the easily offended. Please welcome the man behind the madness. Your host and audio flavor maestro, Marquise Edwards. Hold up. Welcome back, everybody, to another interesting and entertaining episode of Flavor and Your Your Podcast. As we continue to slay 2021 with a multitude of very, very impactful guests who I get to call friends and have conversations about them or anything, I welcome y'all back. So, we are in February of almost of 2021 uh, with uh, Black History Month, African American History Month coming right up. And I am reaching out to some of my friends that are African-American to discuss various topics, uh, things like that, to empower their voices who are doing some pretty great things in the world. And, uh, you know, just in general, just some pretty good people to have pretty good conversations. So uh, today I have one of my good friends and sisters with me today named Tyson Spears. She is also a sister in arms with me, uh, but we don't talk about that much on this show. So, <laughs> uh, And she also has her own YouTube channel, which she'll shout out later on. Does makeup, she's paralegal, she does a lot of different things. Uh, we go way back, and uh, short story about us you know, we became good friends after after me being you know, quite a fuck up that I am. You know, I was talking a lot of shit and stuff like that, and I almost made she always we always were enemies, and then we just kind of 360 with it. So, uh, she has definitely been a very good friend of mine here. She's here with me in Italy as well, and uh, she can have some very great conversations. and We're going to talk about a bunch of things today. Uh, so make sure you all support her. Uh, we'll definitely talk about all the things that she that she's doing that you all can support. Show support to her because we encourage everybody who's doing something in this world, you know, that's positive to uh, help them contribute, you know, contribute and help them uh, in this world. So say what's up to everybody, Tyson. Hi y'all. So I'm Ty or Tyson. Um, I'm a inspiring influencer. Um, right now I'm trying to get back in the swing of things for putting out content but um if you want to view any of the things that i've put out thus far you can search me on youtube at ties universe so that's just t-y-s universe and you can find me on instagram and twitter um as ties universe um t-y-s dot universe on instagram or twitter yes and she has been i watched her show as well because i'm of course i support those who are doing good things, as I said, and it's a really, it's a really good, uh, you know, down to earth, uh, youthful, energetic. Uh, she can tell she took her time with it. She got things for makeup, travel, relationships. She speaks about a lot of things that people can relate to. So please check that out. Um, that's it's very uh, interesting. Uh, you might learn something like we always do. So, but we're here to talk today. Uh, we're going to talk about various things today, and I guess we'll start off with some new year, right? And uh, was part partially a new year. We, we and I'm just gonna ask us some questions, and I'm basically gonna be a listener in case I have to intervene. But we'll ask some questions and things like that, just to know about her year. Then we'll go into a couple of things about you know African American History Month, women and relationships, you know all the good shit that we always talk about. And we'll let it go from there. Like I said, this show is never scripted; it's a natural conversation. So just sit back, relax, and um, hear this flavor. So Ty, my first question for you. Uh, we're going to talk about you know this new year, old year, whatever it might be. 
What was your biggest challenge this past year? Mm, I think my biggest challenge this past year was just getting out of my own head. Mm -hmm. Um, I am one of those people who suffer from overthinking. (laughs) Like a lot of us. Um, It is like so bad and I'm able to admit it and acknowledge it, but I haven't fully got to the place where I can control it. Um, and last year was definitely the year where it hit me, um, the hardest. And so going into this next year, that's one of the things that I'm focused on, on trying to just focus on the things that I can control and try to stay out of creating ideas in my head Mm -hmm. that are literally come from absolutely thin air. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I would say that was my biggest challenge. Yeah, my so I guess my biggest challenge from last year, I guess because we overseas, it was just a, adapting to staying in the house and knowing you can't travel. Mm. Even though we all thought, like, in our minds, we thought, oh, this shit's not going to last for a long time. Oh, my gosh. And it was such a shocker. So, I mean, it that was an adjustment. I'll say that. That was, a, uh, that was, sure. adjust, that was think, an adjustment for me. Yeah, for sure. And us being in Italy, of course, we know oh my gosh. firsthand that this shit is real here. Like, it's mm-hmm. not... People in other countries are getting upset, but we've been doing this since, like, day one. We were hit Mm -hmm. the hardest in the very beginning, so it's Mm -hmm. like, when the states started doing their little lockdowns, Mm -hmm. we were already locked down for, like, a month or so, so Mm -hmm. we were already feeling it. No, that's definitely a a lot of things people were challenged with. Exactly, so... That's that's pretty much in a nutshell. I think I feel like everybody else. I know everybody got different results from COVID and everything mm-hmm. like that. But as far as us, this we really experienced a real lockdown. Like, yeah. couldn't do anything, and it was damn near depressing until you could understand For sure. how to make yourself better yeah. uh, doing doing these things. So. Mm-hmm. Next question for you is: What did you learn about your own productivity habits that you can apply to help you do better next year? <laughs> Yes, I got some good ones for you, baby. I'm telling you. Oh, man. I am a procrastinator. That's what I learned. I learned. I already knew that, but I learned I could take procrastination to a whole nother level. I'll procrastinate to pull the cover over my leg. Like, um, I learned that another thing with like how I think, mm-hmm. I just need to stop thinking that what I'm about to do is mm-hmm. about to take all the life out of me. <laughs> and once I realized, okay, that was too easy. I just need to get up and do it. Like I noticed like my productivity would go up. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's the main thing I noticed. Like just do it. Don't think too much about it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I'm starting out like just everyday tasks, just trying mm-hmm. to get like accustomed to that. And then surely, I'll be able to apply it to like what I do in my life and my mm-hmm. dreams type mm-hmm. of thing. So going into this year, what are just like a couple of things that you want to accomplish this year? Just personally, relationship, whatever, anything like that. Just just two or three things that you'd like to accomplish this year. And yeah. We're not big on resolutions, just things mm-hmm. that we all works in progress, right? So mm-hmm. I think something as we as we mature and get older is set some goals for yourself. It's okay to do that. Yeah. Even if you don't, you know what I'm saying? Even if mm-hmm. you don't achieve them, but you always, you can't just go into your freestyling because no. we don't know what the next year is going to hold. We literally yeah. don't know at this point. So, yeah. um, I definitely 
like I said, I'm not like, or like you said, I'm not trying to set resolutions because I'm I'm not mm-hmm. trying to set myself up. Like mm-hmm. I remember last mm-hmm. year, I was like, "Oh, I'm coming with it all 2020," <laughs> and next thing you know, I'm <laughs> <laughs> we here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely not trying to like put too many like big goals out there, but I'll say it sounds vague, but for me, my main goal is just to move with more intention. Okay. And literally in any way you can think of, like intent with work, intent mm-hmm. with my dreams, mm-hmm. intent with like school, mm-hmm. my relationship, mm-hmm. you know, romantic mm-hmm. or family. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. just want to be more intentful, intentful with myself mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Like, and that really is where I'm trying to focus. That's a great focus. That's a great, mm-hmm. that's a great focus. Um, I feel like personally, we always talk off the record and stuff like that. We are always working on ourselves. Yeah. And if you can't give anyone the best version of yourself, then, you know, it's going to be hard for you to have expectations for somebody else when you're, right. not, you know, when you're not, you know, when you're not giving, when you know you like holding back or, mm-hmm. you know, you not doing the best you can or, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to criticize because everybody criticizes everybody in this yeah. world. You know, so like. I'm a judger. <laughs> A lot of us are. It's, it's natural. Uh, it's, people in natural just talk shit about other people, right? Yeah, like, yeah you know. You know. I, I know first. <laughs> I know firsthand. You talk shit about other people, and uh, our, none of our lives are perfect. And no. I, re- I, I realize that. So, like, the money that, that you realize, like, okay, let me just work on me and then mm-hmm. talk shit second, then mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's better that way. So. Yeah. So, we do have, I have to talk about, we're not political at all. Uh, uh-huh. We have our first. A uh, woman of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's controversial. We're going to talk about the controversy of this. How yeah. about that? Uh, so we have a new president, and we don't really get into politics here, but every African-American mm-hmm. female that I have on this show, I'm about to get their thoughts on, you know, how they feel about you know, the topic or whatever. So mm-hmm. uh, Kamala Harris is our new vi- our vice president. Yeah. And Joe Biden is the new president of the United States. So what, asking you about this question, so a lot of people say that, they feel like we voted for Kamala Harris because she was a popular person and whatnot. And they, they kind of like disregard Joe Biden and some other things people said are like, you know, that she's not really black and she's just using that as a, as a, uh, a I guess a, a catch to reach to African-American people. What do you, what do you say about some of those things? Cause we don't, none of those allegations have turned out to be true, right. but that's surfacing around, you know, in the communities and mm-hmm. things like that. So what do you think about that? Just in general about her making it in general uh-huh. uh, and, what that does for for the people or the community or some little kid out there, and what do you think about the rumors that you know that that people have associated with the presidency right now? I think that one to see a woman, let alone a woman of color, and someone who is Asian and African American, mm-hmm. or I would say she's Asian and black like a double minority and a woman become a vice president. I think that in itself is like really great, if nothing else for representation, Mm -hmm. because when we live in a world where so many people that you see are, that are in influential positions, positions Mm -hmm. do not look like, you know, your cousin or your mm-hmm. auntie, your uncle or whatever, when you see somebody at like the second highest position mm-hmm. in the U.S. be a black woman, um, I think if anything, that just shows you can do anything. Um, you can get to those heights. So I think I'm going to always celebrate that. As far as like, you know, the negative things that they say about her, 
I feel like they're always going to find something to say. I feel like this is the same thing with President Obama when they're just trying to be like, oh, he's not a U.S. citizen. No. Like They're always going to try to find something to point out, but it's very clear that she's black. It's very clear that she's Indian. It's very clear that she is a woman of color regardless. Um, and you can't, like her skin is her skin color. You cannot hide that. So to try to take away from it is like something I expected. But me personally, it's very powerful for me to see. And I love that. Because it's all about... Um I don't know, ever since, like, the last few years, everything has been about race, right? And, it's like, I just don't get why that's, like, the, the selling point for, for things like that. I think a lot of people don't understand it, so they just throw stuff out there to try to make more controversy, right? Like, regardless of what she is, who she represents, people congratulate her, and it's, it's a good moment. Why are people trying to tear that down? Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, she's not most wanted on the 50 most wanted list or anything like that. Yeah. So like in every politician, there's always going to be something that people mm-hmm. don't agree with. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like people don't always get the facts right anyway. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. lie will travel faster than the truth yes. because it's more entertaining or it's more salacious. So and, and people try to defame your character before, mm-hmm. before anything, because in today's society, public opinion is what, you know what I'm saying? Once the public, Demons to you who you are. Yeah, ain't no point in saying even it's right. Like even think about someone like R. Kelly. Like the public already made him guilty. If he was to get out of this shit right now, free, which <laughs> we know he's not. We know he's gonna spend the rest of his life in jail. We've already said, man, this nigga guilty. Yeah. <laughs> like we 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 know that already. Like yeah, he's we, he's stained. We we've seen too much now yeah. to even like the public has come to determination he's guilty. The court the courts are catching up to you know uh-huh. his his sentencing and whatnot. So I feel the same way about you know any public figure. Mm-hmm. And I tried to get into that. I just wished him well. I don't know Kamala Harris personally, but why would I congratulate somebody, you know what I'm saying, for... That's a first time. Uh, like, for, for, for She's still a female. You know, yeah. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? So congratulate her. And besides making everything political about who they're affiliating with, we all know politicians. Every politician throws curveballs to people. Yeah. Like, none of them are just role models or, you know what I'm saying, like... We still ain't got the check. Exactly. We still waiting on a STEMI. <laughs> we still waiting on a STEMI. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't matter who. It doesn't matter who's in there. Like, yeah. we just... Like so, we know that, but to not give anybody good energy going in when they, I, I just don't think it's, it's 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 more so like negative thinking. Like, okay, what is when people when you find people who are always negative? Okay, what are you, what's your goal? What right. are you trying to get at? Right. Because I right. promise you, even the person that you wanted to be in mm-hmm. office, mm-hmm. they're not gonna one hundred percent meet mm-hmm. your needs, mm-hmm. whether you admit it or not. So right. it's like, why don't you just allow? And there's ways for you to. Say things to your public uh, elected officials mm-hmm. to tell them like, "Oh, I'm not satisfied with mm-hmm. this. I'm not." But people don't even think about the think about that. They just want to share posts on Facebook mm-hmm. or, or or Instagram and you know turn our screens you know to something that's our unification. But the things that really can push change, no. nobody ever goes those extra miles mm-hmm. to do that if they really want change. Yeah. And that's people I, are just now realizing that the real change comes within your state mm-hmm. officials. Mm-hmm. They so worry about the president when mm-hmm. it's like the president president can't always make every decision. Exactly. So exactly those type of people you just drown them out. Yeah, that's today's society though. But you see, as you can see. Um, Today's society is, is a controversial times. You know, it's people starting to find themselves, people losing themselves, people showing their true colors. So <laughs> this is expected, you know, at this point. But we don't dwell on too much, neg- too much negativity here. We're not going to talk about that anymore. But I just want to give my sisters, uh, you know, her viewpoint on that because that's a yeah. pretty, it's a pretty deep topic that I don't, I feel like, you know, 
us going to February mm-hmm. into African American History Month, which is leading to this to this part of the conversation, um, that people are always trying to rip people down who's you know who can be in the history books or you know can yeah, be doing something. This is a historic moment. So, at so the end it, of the day. it's history at the end of, at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. um, speaking a little bit about African American History Month and things like that, and uh, you know just twenty twenty one. I know we go to school or we have these events and stuff like that, but what what do you think it means this year uh, as far as African American History Month with all the controversy and stuff that's going on? What do you see a successful African American History Month being this year based on all the shit that happened between the last year? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel that this one should be different mm-hmm. based on the fact that people say they want to understand where other minorities and people come from and they want to understand why, you know, certain people feel certain type of ways. Mm -hmm. So do you think that this year, if people really wanted to learn, you know, about why people think the way they do or why they react to things, things they do, Mm -hmm. do you think they should dig a little bit deeper into African-American history this month? Um, I think that if they truly wanted to make change, they wouldn't wait until this month. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like if this is the year of people like realizing themselves, I think that they'll take this month more seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as African American History Month, I don't even know if I really feel that it's doing anything mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's just checking a box. Right, right. And. Mm-hmm. I remember when what was the actor? He has that really famous voice. Um, it's a lot of them. The black actor. It's a lot of those too. He's looked old his whole entire career. Morgan Freeman. Yes. There we go. Um, <laughs> that's that's fucked up. What she said about him, but <laughs> but you see, I, I found it out <laughs> immediately when she said it. <laughs> um, yes, Morgan Freeman. I believe he said something once a few years ago that we just need to do away with Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? At first, when he said, I was like, I mean, that's all we got. But then I was also like, I understand where he's coming from, because at the end of the day, we are not we don't need to be diluted into a month. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. need that respect and we need that recognition throughout the whole year. Mm -hmm. And so from that aspect, I kind of agree. Like, I don't want to see them doing all this extra stuff during this month. Mm -hmm. I want it to be that we are equal and we are get our recognition mm-hmm. and we get supported and everything that mm-hmm. happens in black history month. I want that throughout the year. So I'm not saying like we need to do away with black history month because I still think that we're not at the point where mm-hmm. it needs to be taken away because people still are not respecting us as people. But I feel like we just need to level it up in a more so that we're just respected throughout all 12 months because... I think, I, I kind of think, I know where you're getting with this, and correct, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, right? You feel as though history should just be history. So, like, overall, like, in the history books, we just incorporate African-American history into history, Spanish-American history into history. History just history. We shouldn't have to, like, when we go to school, we have to learn about all these different things and stuff like that. Then we learn about black history during this one time. 
the history, history book should just be neutral, right? Mm-hmm. The history book should be something that when you go to history class, these are certain things you learn mm-hmm. with, you know, all different types of races. Like if we're going through the history of the 1800s to the 1900s, mm-hmm. whatever, just let's talk about it in order of mm-hmm. everything that's mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I get what they're trying to do to celebrate, you know, all the great things that may have happened from, you know, different points in time. But I just feel like what's what are what's the message that we're trying to present mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. this point? I don't know if I'm really explaining it. Maybe y'all out there can figure out what I'm trying to I, say. I, I can kind of get a little bit of what you're saying. It's just like, is it... Is it just like an annual thing now? Like, what is what is the significance of it? Like, after mm-hmm. so long, right? So we all know Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. You know, yeah. certain people already. But we're still protesting, so it's like, right? What right. what's what's the point of having? <laughs> what's the point of having a month to celebrate Black people when we're not celebrated right. the right. very next month? Right, right. So as soon as March is a, a riot breakout or something like yeah, that, you know, like, for I feel like police brutality. Yeah, or something like I don't, that, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm all for. Black History Month because there is like some people truly don't know stuff until this month comes. True. So it True. is it is an education piece, but I think I just want more. So it's like I'm not even tripping off of February. Like no, I want more. But that's that's a you know out of thinking. You know, as, as generations and things like that change, just because things have been the same way for so long doesn't mean it's always right. Right. We got to start if we thinking about bettering the world you know and my stuff they say we got to think about ways of incorporating things where everybody feels included and everybody feels like this is this is everybody mm-hmm. we talk all this unity shit all the time right but we still go back to the regular way we do things and it's and it kind of like segregates everybody you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying you got spanish hispanic uh hispanic uh heritage month uh blah 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 month blah 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 month so all it's doing is separating people uh in, naturally, people are going to separate themselves. That's just how it is. I mean, you're never going to have just like a big kumbaya moment. But as far as the racial relations and stuff like that, if we want to turn the curve and do things differently, I feel like we have to move towards not, you know, isolating. I think I want to grow off of what you're saying because I feel like I get, I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I think that for me personally, okay, I'm a black woman, mm-hmm. and I love being around other black women. Mm-hmm. Like I always find the black people in the room. <laughs> True. Like I root for everybody black. Right. But at the same time, I appreciate other races as well. And I treat them with respect and things like that. But I relate and just naturally gravitate to people who are like uh, me. Of course. So I think that when it comes to us, like being united, I don't think that means we have to force relationships with outside races i think it's just more so about respecting each other and understanding yeah and understanding. understanding that's that's my biggest thing just understand mm-hmm. so a lot of people don't understand i'm just gonna give them a small example we're not gonna go get too deep into history here but <laughs> i'm just gonna understand people don't understand why uh, african-american people are afraid of like vaccines and stuff right they don't know about the whole tuskegee experiment yeah. stuff and you know just being injected with things so like of course in today's society we in the military we probably got shot up with so much shit we know but i don't judge those who don't want to get those vaccines because i know mentally the damage has been done to people that they're not over yet right yeah. they, they, they're not over yet so like things like that people will understand why people it's not just like oh i don't want to take it or i don't want to do it people's mental psychic is like really like they're trying to kill me yeah. you know they're trying mm-hmm. to kill me so a lot of people don't understand that aspect of it. So just little things like that in history, if you look up little certain things, you'll understand why. Mm-hmm. Like I understand 
why somebody Irish doesn't like to do this if I look up some about the history, then I'll know. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 all that's all I'm saying about that. Okay. So clo- closing closing on the on the uh African American history tip, who is one of your favorite uh figures or personages in African American history? Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. She, this woman's still alive. <laughs> she said, "Beyonce, why is it Beyonce? What you feel Beyonce has done for the culture or for the world that is so significant that you name her first? Oh my gosh, my heart just dropped when you said that. Mm-hmm. I'm not even being funny. <laughs> Beyonce truly mm-hmm. empowers me, and mm-hmm. it sounds weird to say, mm-hmm. but she really empowers me to want to be the best Tyson I could be. That's hey, that's a great influence right there. And I think she has a way of basically rallying women, black women, to the point where it's like, if she says best revenge, <laughs> go ahead. Is getting your paper. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many people are like busting their ass? Getting their paper. <laughs> Beyonce said, get your paper. Like she's getting women's priorities straight. Mm-hmm. Um, but nah, I, 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 y'all, I really love Beyonce. <laughs> but if I was to give like somebody like historic, because she's historic, I don't want y'all to. <laughs> I don't want y'all to get me wrong just because I'm about to give a different name. Mm-hmm. That I'm not walking back on that. Beyonce is mm-hmm. history. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if I was to say somebody else, mm-hmm. let me think. Y'all see how quick she said Beyonce, but now she got to think back in history, though, right? She'll I do because <laughs> I gotta really, I want to really give an answer that's genuine and someone who's like impact me. Oh, so Tomas Smile has been a host, been an influence, influence for you personally. Mm-hmm. Is that what you? Yeah, I mean, just, just you know, I have faith. I'll, t- I'll, I'll say my part. You say your part, though. So I'm trying to give you some time to think because you said Beyonce, and that was a very great answer, by the way. Uh, as far as you know, why Beyonce is so prolific and empowering people. Uh-huh. That's what a true leader does, even though she's an artist. You know, yeah. the way that she motivates and inspires people in a, a positive way. You know what I'm saying? She has never made anybody go out and go riot or go kill people or mm-hmm. go harm people or things like that. So that's very influential. You know, a lot of people say Beyonce, but a lot of people don't say what Tyson just said and the way that she describes the impact that she had on her. So <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty boss. That's pretty boss like mindset that my sister has here. You know what I'm saying? Just the fact that everybody said Beyonce or somebody popular, but the the reasoning behind why she chose Beyonce makes everything make sense now. And I respect Beyonce a little bit more just based off the fact of how she just told me how she does and how she views Beyonce as an influencer. So what about the uh about the past? The past. Someone from the, from from the past. Oh, oh, I mean just some just you know, someone I mean, it gotta be like nineteen twenties or nothing. Just, <laughs> That's what I'm trying to think, man. You know, there have been a, a lot of prolific Personages, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it could be some wide gender in general. Just, I don't know. Who, just who you, who you think? You tell me why I'm still thinking because I honestly. So, me personally, I guess, uh, old day, uh, or thanks, old day, just his, historically, I've always liked Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds super, uh, generic because a lot of people like Malcolm X, but my reasoning in liking Malcolm X is because I'm. When I review his story, I think I started when I was a little kid looking at the Spike Lee Spike Lee movie for him with Denzel, which was the one of the best movies Spike Lee has ever had. Mm-hmm. 
the way he changed his life, right, and the way that he was like a hoodlum, a criminal, uh, or whatnot, and he went to jail, um, changed his life, went to Muslim, was like hardcore, like, I ain't going to say racist, but he was hardcore, like, black only, white only, segregation, and he ended up growing, you know, to say everybody's equal. He was much more than a lot of people give him credit for because Martin Luther King got all the clout at the time mm-hmm. because of Martin Luther King's nonviolence, you know what I'm saying? But Malcolm X was one of those guys. He used violence, which that's okay. Well, he he, he advocated violence to defend yourself, which is okay. Mm-hmm. But he still was about unity for all colors and races at the end of his life when he was still pretty fairly young. And I feel like that reflects to me because I came from a bad neighborhood, you know, whatnot, right? Where we taught certain things and to view things certain ways and then being in the military, you know, it changes your aspect on a lot of things uh, as far as black and white. You know what I'm saying? So you don't just feel everything you was taught as a kid is the same anymore when you actually work besides people and with different races, ethnic, ethnic groups and stuff like that. So that influenced my thinking that if somebody like Malcolm X who came from being a hustler, pimp, all that stuff like that can be one of the most influential people that he's a smart man. If you ever hear his speech, he's smart as hell, very articulate with how he speaks, came from the gutter. You know what I'm saying? That's very inspirational for somebody like me who comes from similar circumstances where I could have been doing anything, gang banging, selling drugs, you know, the whole nine yards that people from Chicago usually do. So um, that's one of my most influential people of the past. And because nowadays, um, this is going to be, people, this is going to be controversy, but I think LeBron James of today has been one of the most influential athletes uh, or personages that since we've had in a long time. And, once he finally hangs it up and stop, you know, stops being the face of everything, people are going to realize how much of an impact he was in a positive way. He can't he grew up like a lot of minorities do without a father from a single mother home. He's one of the greatest in his craft that he does in basketball. Stay with his childhood love has had no scandals, has never got arrested, has never done anything like to blemish his record, his image at all. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get enough credit for that. He gets screwed on the basketball court. He he went back to his hometown where he grew up from and built a school where kids can go to college, full ride scholarship. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's unheard of for somebody to do that from coming from a small town. He's really giving back. And the worst thing people could say that he did was, oh, he switched teams or something like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like, I feel like a lot of people take for granted LeBron James's influence on society as a positive, you know, positive role model. Uh, and he's still down to earth. You know what I'm saying? He's still with fashion and. And, you know, he still supports, you know, the hip-hop culture and stuff like that. But the man has shown, and I will be, I will not be myself to not say that he has shown a high level of professionalism and representing African-American people at a high level, regardless if he's not a politician or whatever. He still speaks and does what, you know what I'm saying, he does things that people have never done before. Michael Jordan didn't do that. Michael Jordan was good, but Michael Jordan didn't, like, go out and advocate for anything outside of basketball. Michael Jordan was the, was the greatest of all time and all that, but... He ain't getting on there and saying, like, police brutality is wrong. He was like, I'm a basketball player. I'm the best basketball player. That's all I care about. So for LeBron James to go out there and be a dude in today's society, I feel like that's commendable, in my opinion. Right? So I think that's my New Day uh, influencer, uh, African-American influence uh, of today's society. Have you thought about somebody? Yeah, you've been over there for a while. You I got- know. And you know what? I'm going to just be real. I don't think I've had, I have a real influencer. From back in the day? From what, back in the day. What, what, about, uh, what about Oprah? And I was sitting here thinking of her, but I, so here's my thing. Mm-hmm. I can commend a lot of the things that people from, 
you know, back in the day have gone through or done and be, you know, grateful that they did those things and appreciative or, you know, be able to recognize those things. And like with Oprah, like she definitely had a, a lot of um, struggles and she literally pushed through it and became a billionaire. And that's crazy to me. But as far as like directly impacting me or me looking back on the past and think like thinking of them as I move forward, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't even be fake and try to say somebody because although I can appreciate the things they did done and recognize it, I, uh, I can't really think of nobody. You can't say somebody that like directly impacted you. Mm-mm. But you say, I, I get what you're saying. You're saying you applaud what they did for the people as a whole. Yeah. But just, you know, and the things they accomplished. But you said directly impact you. You can't find one person that you can pinpoint. No, and that's I don't okay. know if that's bad or not, but I really just can't think. I'm sitting it's, here racking my brain, but. It's okay. It's an honest, it's honest, it's honest question. So mm-hmm. that concludes our segment about, you know, African-American history and New Year. I think this is, now we're, so. Most shows here, we talk about all of this, you know, thought-provoking things and things like that. Now it's about to get a little more to the trashy side, because that's how we do here. <laughs> Flavor in your ears, you know, we, we are a mixed bag of tricks here, and that's the, that's the reason why uh, I don't really have a target audience, because we talk about so many different things, and we can get professional, and we can get unprofessional. We can do all those things, but that's the, the beauty of the show. Uh, that's why it's unique in, in this way. So now we get back to the you know the more gritty side of flavoring your ear. We talk about real topics, today's society, and things like that. You know, relationships and things like that. We get just honest feedback and you know raw conversation. So if you want to log out now because you feel like this is going to get too intense, you might want to do that right now. But, oh lord! Because we're going to be raw. This is how it is. We talking true feelings. But anyway, uh. Tyson, I'm going to ask you about this situation. I don't know if you heard about it or not. Um, if you have, then we'll find out. If it's messy, I didn't heard it. Mm, she got all the tea. <laughs> so, T.I. and Tiny. Uh, there is a alleged woman mm-hmm. who says that they have been drugging and uh, making people perform sexual acts with them uh, of all ages. However, T.I. came out with a video saying that it was it was untrue and that uh, this woman has a history of different things, which she does. She has a long rap sheet, a long, long rap sheet. When it comes to celebrities, right, and, and things like this, first off, what do you think about the situation? Second off, what do you what do you think about when it comes to celebrities, when somebody just throws something out there and everybody bites onto it? Oh, yeah. How do how do how do we do it? Like, how, how do you feel about that? Because. We all know they're famous, right? Yeah. But I think we just said that we said that earlier. Defaming your character and making you guilty in the public is such an easy thing. So what yeah. do you what you think about that? What do you think about the situation in general? Do you think <laughs> and do you think it's true? Okay, so the situ- the situation in general. Mm-hmm. Do I believe that Ti <laughs> in his mo- his uh, misogynistic ways mm-hmm. would do something like that? Yes, Your Honor, I do. Oh, man. <laughs> I do. I think that he is 100% into doing threesomes and, you know, doing the drugs. But I do think that. But as far as the amplified portion of, like, they're unwilling to do it or, you know, he's forcing them to do it. 
Do I think it may be more so like a coercion? And I don't know if I'm using that word right. Do I think like he's like more so pressuring them to do it, which is still mm-hmm. not con- them truly consenting? Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't doubt that he would do something like that just because I view T.I. <laughs> like, I just feel like he's so misogynistic and <laughs> he's a little, his thought process is so off and he definitely comes off to me from the things I've seen from him. He comes off to me as someone who is his way or no way. That's how I feel about the situation. Is it random to me that Tiny is involved in it? I do feel like from, I read a few of the stories. I do feel like that's throwing me for a loop. I always say where there's smoke, there's fire. So I do feel like there's (laughs) truth in this situation. Do I feel like all these people are telling the truth? Of course not. Mm -hmm. Hell no, they're not telling the truth. They're adding to the fire. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But do I think there are some truths to the situation that allegedly took place? Yes. So even though, and I'm not, I'm playing devil's devil's advocate here. Even though this woman's credibility is kind of sus, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, because she got a long rap sheet, she's been known to false, falsely say things and do things, and they have a history. Mm-hmm. She, has, she has a history with Ti and Tiny as well. Yeah. So, I like I said, none of us know the truth. Yeah. Yet, but I'm just saying, does it make whose side are you? Okay, whose side are you leaning on here more? The the what Ti saying? You saying like there is something going on? And that lady just crazy, or the lady just may have been you know, far fetched a little bit. Because I don't, I just feel maybe this is this is my mistake thing like this. I just feel like anybody with money doesn't really have to force somebody to do something because they can pay them. Like people like money in large ransom. I think Ti, even though he, he probably did do the shit, he probably paid them ransomly to do some stuff like that. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's why it's like that's why I'm just more so saying there's where there's smoke, there's fire mm-hmm. because. Do I think that T.I. needs to pay somebody? I mean, do I think that T.I. needs to force somebody to have sex with him? He's Mm -hmm. T.I.? No. But do I think that there's a world where he wants to get crazy and the Mm -hmm. same girl who would have been fine with doing it with just him is probably not all the way fine with doing it with... Tiny? Yeah, like Mm -hmm. I feel like there there is room for some of these things to be true regardless of who the person is. Is who the who this person mm-hmm. is saying it, mm-hmm. and another thing that I want to add to it that's like making me feel like yeah, this is kind of true because a few years back when um, Rob Kardashian was still messing with Black China, mm-hmm. um, I think like something happened. I can't remember, but something happened to where it got on the internet and he like blasted her and feeling some type of way, and Ti tried to make a funny comment on the shade room, basically saying mm-hmm. just take your L, bruh. Let it go. And so that's when Rob Kardashian chimed in and was like, who are you to say anything to me? You used to have threesomes with Tiny and Black China when she was young. Okay. And that was in 2017 when he Mm. said that. And so when you do the math in 2017, Black China was like 25, 26. And then before Black China was with Rob, she was with Tyga and she was like 23, 22, that Mm -hmm. age. So it's Mm -hmm. like, she could have been 18 or older, but when she was stripping, like, how old was she then? Like, she was True. pretty young. So True. it's like, okay, if 
Rob is saying like this happened and I know celebrities can lie too, but it's like, you got to just look at it. Like there were rumors of them paying black China before Rob said that as well. So, so they, they probably into some freaky shit. I'm not saying they not, I'm not saying not, but when it said like the whole drugging is like, yeah, drug. I think they just have drugs there. I don't think they're drugging anybody. Like Mm -hmm. it's they celebrities, all of them, all of them basically do drugs. We ecstasy, they want to have a good. They want to have a good time. We we know they do it. Uh-huh. I don't care what they come on Instagram and say. They all do it. Nobody's that gonna. Sugar. Yeah, nobody's gonna incriminate themselves. And say, oh yeah, I I party with drugs. They're celebrities. They do that. Yeah. I just don't think they're forcing anybody to do drugs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I think like half the shit probably is true. They probably do some wild freaky ass shit, mm-hmm. which I believe. But I don't think they like luring somebody in, drugging them, and doing whatever. I don't think so. I think everybody's consenting to like. I'm here to do some freaky shit with Ti and Tyna. I'm yeah. Ti and Tiny, and I'm gonna, you know, I want to be in a loop because they feel like they get, it's a it's a chance. To, people getting all these fake butts and stuff like that. They want, you know, what they want. They want money. Yeah, they want somebody. They want to be somebody desirable for mm. somebody to pay them for celebrities. Because us common guys ain't paying, and we ain't the ones. If somebody getting that work done, going to Doctor Miami, anybody, we ain't the ones making them rich. Not our little Instagram likes and stuff like that. They want them. They want those celebrities. You know what I'm saying? To want them in their video or to want. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They want them. That's that's why they do it. So I think it's about the money. Yeah. I, I think that's what I think that's what drives yeah, it. Yeah, I think so too. Clout, money, you know, attention, all that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like. Do I think it's as extreme as they're making it? Probably not. But do I think there's some? I just say where there's smoke. What it was smoke this fire? Yeah. yeah, and I don't put it past tight. Uh, T.I. Tiny is like throwing me for a loop that they even added her in the like. Because it don't seem like her, but it's just she loves her husband. Yeah. She loves her husband. And you know, when you're in love, you do crazy things, right? I mean, I guess that's that's me trying to make sense of why she fits in this ring of. Some people are into it, like Candy um, from Escape. She's into threesomes. Um, yeah, they, like and don't knock it till you try it. I'm not saying that. Hey, it's just not, it's just not for me right now. You know, like I'm still working on you know, one. And I, I, that's. That's some you no know, long term goals, you know. But uh, they rich, so they get to yeah. they get to experiment. When you're part of that lifestyle. They mm-hmm. do all types of mm-hmm. stuff. That's why I'm like, I don't put it past them to have a drug fueled sex orgy party, <laughs> like 100. And and I also feel like there may be some girls who go there and they like lose all their dignity, and then they walking out. Eight o'clock in the morning, and in, in the like, Uber, mm-hmm. did I really just do that shit? That's but that's that's what happens in the world. Like I, I don't know. Like there's no like right or wrong answer for this. Like I just I know that's we know those things like to happen. Whether mm-hmm. it's publicized or not, we know it happens. Yeah. So like if they feel slutty after they was a slut, yeah, that's the slut shame walk. What do they call yeah. this? The, the shame, the, the walk, walk of shame, shame. Mm-hmm. the walk of shame. Yeah, but then will they do it again? Probably because they probably got paid. Yeah, a decent amount of money. In a, in a whole this whole situation, I really don't care about. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's like it's just it's it sounds like a one big old mess, and it sounds like it could be fake. It mm-hmm. could not be fake. It's like oh, who cares? But everybody got to have a story nowadays. We in COVID, so nothing mm-hmm. really on the on the air like that. Yeah, but what I will say about the fact that people put something out there and then the internet runs with it. <laughs> As much as I may believe stories here or not believe it, I do feel like that's wild as hell that you could just say something in the internet. And run with it. And run with run. it. That's like one of the most scariest things. And like people who are truly innocent, mm-hmm. you know, they get that stain on them and they lose. Public, all- like, I, like we said earlier, public opinion. Mm-hmm. Public opinion will, man, Twitter will roast you. 
Did you hear about? Did you hear about when they said Kanye West was with uh, whatever the male stylist or whoever that was? I forgot. Oh, uh, uh, Javinci. Yeah, but they, mm-hmm. but that it came out to be a complete lie. Yeah. Everybody was like, "Oh, Kanye's gay." We knew it all along. All this stuff it was a complete lie. But like, that's all you gotta do is just drop something out there. Yeah, and, and some, it's gonna take off. Everybody's take off. With I don't it. like that. Yeah, that's that's the scary part about today's society. Is like you have to defend yourself even when you know it's not true because. The memes get the flowing. Yeah. The you know the the you, vi- can't, you can't not say nothing. <laughs> it'll have a whole like it'll take a whole life of its own, and so that's why I don't really like that, especially when it comes to accusations of like sexual assault or things like that. That's why I'd be like, okay, let's keep our opinions like to ourselves because you're adding fuel to the fire, and that shit may not even be true. And just wait, and it, it's also on the other hand like. It could be a situation where you can't you can't even prove it if it's true or not true. So it's like it's really weird, but <laughs> that situation is wild to me. Just to think how people can run with stuff. And that's the society we live in today, unfortunately. So, but moving on to another topic, right? Mm-hmm. And this is probably going to be a little bit, you know. I mean, some people I talk about this all. I think I talked about this with one other guest, my, my my sister Coco, when we talked about this, but we didn't go too deep into it because <laughs> I need some different perspectives on this. Okay. This OnlyFans stuff, sister. Mm-hmm. I got so, one. Oh, oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh, Lord. I'm about to shame it. She said she got one. OnlyFans.com <laughs> slash. <laughs> you better not. I'm just so, saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm about to say, I said, I, I said, I can't ask this question no more. If she got one. But, yeah, uh, $3.99. <laughs> so OnlyFans, right? Uh-huh. In today's society, right, well, and I'm going to keep it frank, where porn and stuff is free source mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It seems like this OnlyFans thing has really taken off with, for the common person, right? Like, it's the common person. Like, a mom can just be like, all right, I have OnlyFans, and you pay uh, X amount a month to see me, and you don't know what you're going to see until you pay for it mm-hmm. or whatnot. So do you think that it's a hustle, or do you think it's slutty? Or what do you what do you think about the OnlyFans thing? Because a lot of people have different descriptions of what OnlyFans is, yeah. right? Because they're like, oh, it's not, it ain't tricking if you got it, you know, and all that stuff yeah, like yeah. that or whatever. Or is it just the... Niggas is just thirsty. Let me tell you how I feel about mm-hmm. women and what. Mm-hmm. I feel like a woman, I want you to do whatever you want to do with your body, your choice. If you want to sell yourself on the street, mm-hmm. baby, sell that ass. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to do strip teasing, show them titties and then put it up. Put it in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about... Like when I say I'm a, I'm empowering women, mm-hmm. I want I truly mean everything. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna sit mm-hmm. here and say that's slutty or blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. What I what I might not do, you may do, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean I'm better than you or you better than me. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean you doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. I say as long as it's uh, safe, right? No danger. Yeah, you're not harming yourself or harming someone else. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Okay. And so when it comes to OnlyFans, I love that because for me, I feel like that's safer for a lot of people who are in sex work because there True. literally is a whole career mm-hmm. for sex workers. Exactly. Women exactly. that literally use what whether they are strippers, whether they are, you know, I don't want to say prostitutes because that sounds so nasty, but it's what it is. Whether they sell their stuff on the streets or whatever, or whether they, you know, have sex for a bag. Like, I don't care. I feel like you do it. You use 
whatever you feel like you need to use. And so OnlyFans, I love OnlyFans for the fact that it just makes it safer for women Mm -hmm. to be able to be in the sex world Mm -hmm. and puts them because there may be people who were selling themselves and they're now able to move into OnlyFans. So they're not putting themselves in danger doing that anymore. So. Yeah, I like only. I don't like OnlyFans. Like I'm on OnlyFans, but I like the idea of OnlyFans because why not? So, so my only counter there, right? I'm, and I'm playing devil's advocate here, right? Okay. So, like, yeah, it's it's their body, do what they please, and something like that. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? But after the fact, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think about those who like try to make like tell some deep story about it or try to make money off of off of that based on all the struggles and things they did? Because that was. Like I said, it was their body, their choice, right? Mm-hmm. I don't like that they can play back and forth. Like, okay, you chose to pop it on a handstand, blah, 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 blah. But don't come writing no book like 20 years from now talking about the psychological damage that it did to you. You chose to do that. You okay. know what I'm saying? You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think people double dip sometimes with that, mm-hmm. right? You know it's a risk when you throw an ass around, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care that you ain't mom of the year or nothing like that. And you know that. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's cool. But don't don't do don't all of a sudden be revolutionized twelve years from now trying to make some money talking about, oh, you know, the the, the psychological damage. I'm so I, I'm 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 not myself because I did this. You you made an active choice to get into that lifestyle. Yeah. And in 2020, 2021, in today's society, we all know what comes the good and bad that comes with your decisions, right? Because mm-hmm. you 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 enjoying all the money, you enjoying all the fame and stuff like that. But it's gonna be a time where we all think about the things we did. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's cool. Like have you get your money, get your money, but don't sit there and double back. Yeah. You know about like oh you know and. Even if they find God or whatever they might do, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That was your past. Leave it there and don't try to blame, you know, or, or you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or, or, or make a, open a new chapter of something based on your decision. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely see, um, I definitely see some people who go on a different path and they try to like downgrade what they did or like mm-hmm. play the blame game. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you just gotta, if you realize that, what you were doing was something that you truly should have never done. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the way you express it, it has to be like, you still chose to make that decision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There is a world where people are being pimped and they have no other choice. And that's the only life they know. And Mm -hmm. so they have to continue that life. And there's trauma that comes from that. Mm -hmm. But as far as like making an open decision to, you know, by you are the only deciding factor, then if you do realize that's something you should have never done, you just need to express it in a way where it's like just accept. I mean, accept your good and bad decisions, like we all do, as human yeah. beings. But don't try to make a buck off of all oh, the recovery from being an OnlyFans person. Like, nah, <laughs> bitch, you chose to do that. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you got all that money, you ain't refund all that money you made from OnlyFans, no. are you? No. So, like, that's all my feel. So, like I said, the same way men can do what they want, their bodies, women can too. But yeah. like, once you make that decision, don't you know what I'm saying? Embrace the decision. And move with it because we all know, like for example, if you want to be a gangbanger, you already know you can or a drug dealer, you can make a lot of money, but you can also get killed or go to jail. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. You know the risk when you do things, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not knocking anybody out there slinging or anybody out there banging. You know what I'm saying? But you know, if you die 25 or 24, you know the risk that you took when you got involved in the yeah. lifestyle. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I, I see the same thing, and I, they're not comparable like that. But it's just the decisions you make. You got to stand behind them. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all about that that OnlyFans site. I just gotta get everybody's aspect on that because I don't, I, I don't know, you know. I do feel it's some stuff is like 
why pay for it when you get it for free? Understand, understand me. But I just feel like there is literally a lane for everybody. So it's ways I had to get paid. That's, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, it is ways I had to get paid. So all you horny old guys out there, you see, she said, "Hey, it's safer for you to do what you got to do in your own little space and pay that money." So yeah. I'm not judging y'all for what y'all doing. You yeah. know what I'm, saying? I'm not judging y'all. Nobody is. But uh, hey, that's that's life. So now we're gonna get into a little bit more of a formal questions. I had I had to talk with my you know. Feminine counterparts about these things because I'm still learning how to understand the beauty of a woman and how they think as well. Uh-huh. So I always ask these beautiful questions about you know oh, certain relationship type of deals, and Tyson is somebody whose opinion I respect. So I'm going to start with a few questions before okay. we you know uh, go any further. Mm-hmm. So these are some like love type of questions I got for you. It's only a few, but I'd like to explain it's openly and honestly. Uh, just a opinion, how you feel. What makes you fall out of love? Uh, Ooh, got her right there. She got to think about that. Well, I just got to think about it because I've never fell out of love. Okay. So just speak, you don't have to be speaking from personal personal mm-hmm. perspective. Just what do you think some things that make you fall out of love if you like fell in love with somebody? I think for sure if they started to become a different person not in a positive way Mm -hmm. if they literally used to make you feel a certain way by doing things for you or to you blah 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 and then all of a sudden they just stop and you are like trying to put in the effort Mm -hmm. and they're not putting in that effort Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then i'm gonna be like okay (laughs) who are you who are you Mm-hmm. Like you're not the same person that you know I fell in love with. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could see myself falling out of love for like something like that, or if they done some wild shit to me, like cheated on me, or, or like or unforgivable, unforgivable some shit. unforgivable, forgivable stuff. Yeah, like I feel like so, I would. And I'm not going. I'm playing devil's. I always play devil's advocate here, right? So, um, when you say. Uh, okay, I get the part where you say they're another person, right? Mm-hmm. So if somebody cheats, is that like a deal breaker? Do you think? Do you think you can rebound from that? Hell, motherfucking no. No, just okay. That's you. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just hey, it's personal opinion. I mean, everybody deals with different things. Um, so you think you think that's a deal breaker? Yeah, I'm saying that right now. They say you don't know how you'll feel what until you, would you, do until you or, get into it. Yeah, and, yeah, but I just I feel like okay, my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like I tell him, mm-hmm. do not fuck with me. Uh- <laughs> Y'all, if y'all can see her face, but she's so serious up in like, here, boy. I'd be like, I'd be so serious. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I promise you, I'm not about to be the person to give you a second chance. Ooh, that's deep. Like for real, and like we have those conversations where it's just like he knows better. Okay. Okay. So if he was to cheat on me, knowing that. How you feel about it? Yeah, how I would feel about it. Like, obviously, no one wants to be cheated on. But if we have literally direct conversations about, like, how you're supposed to move and not okay. move and blah, 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 blah. Right, right. And you still do it. Personally, for me, I it's feel a like you are, that's mental abuse to me. Right, because they know how you're going to feel about it. And you've talked about it. And you're like, yes. all right, you're saying fuck me now because I know you know we discussed this already. First of all, you cheated. That's number one where you mm-hmm. went wrong. Mm-hmm. Number two, you was lazy enough for me to find out about it. So you're not even trying to. to cover, like to respect yeah. your feelings and to, like if at least gonna, make it. Yeah, yeah if you're going to do it, please don't ever make me find out. I hear you. I hear you. No, that's, that's real shit, though. That's, 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 real, that's real shit. <laughs> She's scaring me, y'all. She got, the, <laughs> she got these glasses on, boy. And she was looking at me. I said, man, I, I, I feel sorry for you, brother. Don't, don't, hey, don't, hey. 
you better listen out there, man. But uh, yeah, I, me personally, um, as I got older, right, I would think, you know, that at first I was kind of talking like Tyson was up, like, okay, and I'm not saying this is no no personal experience or anything like that at all. This is my thought process. Uh-huh. I was like, you know, that's a that's a deal breaker. I can't ever, you know, get past that. But it's so much shit that relationships go through, and I've been through shit myself, not through that, but mm-hmm. it's so many things you go through that you probably don't know how you react when you go to it. Depends, yeah. It depends on the situation, too, because people make mistakes, right? People make mistakes, and I'm not saying, like, it, it takes a lot of things to, p- to put somebody in that position. You have to be pushing somebody away, you know what I'm saying? Like, so if you're not doing these things, there's no fucking excuse. It's yeah. opportunity. Mm-hmm. If you put if you're pushing somebody away, you're isolating them, or you making them feel not feel loved like they wasn't what they seek what you're not giving them anymore. Yeah. So types types of situations like that, uh-huh. I can be a little bit understand. Now if you are just slinging, uh-huh. if you are just slinging just because and it's, and I'm treating you perfectly fine. Yeah. That is that's a deal breaker right there. Yeah, I was literally talking to my boyfriend's mom about this because mm-hmm. we were like, there are some people who cheat. Like I say, cheating's wrong no matter what. Okay. No matter what, it's wrong. Okay. But I can see where someone got to the point to where they would want to cheat. Mm -hmm. And it's like how you explain. Like if you are telling your partner, this is what I need from you. Yes. This will make me feel loved. This will make me feel supported, respected, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they are not doing it. And then you happen to go to work Monday through Friday for eight hours a mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. and your coworker literally is just doing all, those all the things, things. That, you, that you're lacking on i can right. see how it can make you push the boundaries or even go all the way to the point of cheating right but still you should be able to tell the person you with like look i'm about to dip because you're not treating me right but right. i i know that some people be tied up in so many situations mm-hmm. where they mm-hmm. feel like they it's not that easy to leave so they just cheat for the meantime right right it's, a, still it's, wrong. A, it's a temporary graphic so yeah. so if, if that was a situation and i'm not Trying to give any hell, motherfucking wow. okay, no. Okay, so I tried though. <laughs> no, I said, but it's just, I'm just no. Me. I'm just saying, would you give more understanding if it was a relationship and you weren't and you were lacking? You, yeah. you like say say this person say this person say I, I just need a good morning every morning, right? And you stop saying good morning, and you just you stop saying good morning, right? Even though I used to have no deal breaking, someone else starts saying good morning, and this is a very very broad. Uh, yeah, uh, example or whatever. Just, yeah, deepen your thought about that. Because I was about to say, I slept the hell out of you. Cheat no, on me. No, no, no. no. I'm, just, I'm, I'm just giving an example. I'm just saying, like, so this is the thing you need. You need this good morning. This is how your day starts, and then you stop doing it. You did it when y'all first got together, right? Mm-hmm. But then you stop when after like a year or so under your belt, you stop doing it. And this other person keeps telling you good morning and hey, queen and beautiful and all that stuff. Like that you just feeling all the love. You know what I'm saying, and, and and that gravitation to that person. So, uh-huh. do you have a little bit more understanding because you had a part in? Yes. And and, and, I, and I'm not. I'm not. Uh-huh. That, that's that's my example of saying. Do mm-hmm. you feel? Do you? I know you said like that's a deal breaker. Cool. But yes. do you have a little more understanding if you said like yes. I didn't do what I was supposed to do? Yeah, for sure. You know I, I, at the end of the day, I drove you away. Right. Basically. But if everybody don't they're supposed to do, there's no excuse. Yeah. There's that, no excuse. There's no excuse. But yeah, I can. I would. I would be understanding to the fact that. Okay, I drove you away. I would mm-hmm. still be it would still be a deal breaker for me because look, you either sit me down and we talk it all the way through okay. or you leave me. Okay. Like at the end of the day, it's not like I'm abusing you or like, you know, treating you poorly. Right. right. I just started to do the things to, you know, continue to show my love for you, which mm-hmm. is wrong. And I was wrong for that, but mm-hmm. I still should have 
I still should get the respect of like, okay, you leave me first before you do something like that. Right, right. So I, I get, I get it that. will it will be a deal breaker, but I will be understanding, and it will, it would also be like, I would say, you know what, it's not one hundred percent off the table for us to get back together. But clearly, you, you'll still give it a chance. You, yeah. You'll give it. But if if you do what you're supposed to do, another person that they're supposed to do, there's zero chance. If if your situation yeah. if your situation is ideal and you shouldn't be out there seeking nothing, that's a choice for you to mm-hmm. seek because because you, you, uh, what, what you feel like is. I'm everything you need here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, what and the I, hell you need them for? right? Like, that's a choice at that point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or opportunity. You taking advantage of opportunity at yeah. that point. So, I get that. So, you see, she changed her tone a little bit because I have to explain out there for you all that different <laughs> things happen. But if, if y'all yeah. saw her eyes at first when I said that, <laughs> I'm telling y'all, I can't wait till we get visual on this show. I was scared. Like, I did something. I'm, I'm not lying to y'all. But okay, good, good question. Next question is, what is the best relationship advice that someone has ever given you? In your opinion, that was the best okay. that you've got. The best relationship advice that I've ever gotten mm-hmm. is so many. Um, oh, I think, you know how I be, I told y'all I'm an overthinker <laughs> and I create ideas in my head <laughs> for fun. Hey, scenarios. <laughs> um, I think the best advice that someone has gave me is mm-hmm. that we don't need to settle this right now. Okay. Because how I'm thinking right now, I'm a spit fire. When you when you heat it. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to sleep and wake up and be like, damn. I was savage. I did. <laughs> I said <laughs> And now the other person already feeling like, dang, you violated. Like, <laughs> you said some wild shit. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I did, and I didn't mean it. And they're like, you didn't mean it. You said it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm mm. like, I know, but I ain't mean it. <laughs> so I guess the best advice is to, like, don't think you need to settle it then and there. Give it some time. Like, even if you started talking on the problem and you're getting a little bit, but you haven't completely solved it it's okay let's mm-hmm. just wrap it mm-hmm. wrap it up right now mm-hmm. and we can visit it another time mm-hmm. so i think that's something that i've learned the hard way <laughs> hey we all hey, we all learning something so okay uh-huh. that, nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that at all so my um, next question for you is do you th- well last question for this part by the way do you think the way your family loves has affected the way that you love 100 percent. and why because it's like when you grow up a certain way, like for me, mm-hmm. I've grown up with me being very sensitive and so my mom babying me. Okay. And so. <laughs> <laughs> she laughed so hard. Y'all, 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 y'all don't see it. <laughs> now when I'm in a relationship, mm-hmm. I'm like so sensitive. And if he doesn't react a certain way, mm-hmm. I'm like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good to analyze yourself though. Y'all should see yeah. her. She's so animated right now. <laughs> and um so I definitely believe. And then also on the flip side, like for example, my boyfriend, like mm-hmm. he grew up in a house with all like besides his mom, it's just all boys. So okay. stereotypically they all tough. Right, right. And that's just how he is. Like to for him to be like sentimental or like 
super sweet. Mm-hmm. He can be, mm-hmm. but that's not like his natural setting. Right, right, right. So like you got me who's like really super, super, super yeah, yeah, emotional, yeah. sensitive, mm-hmm. and then somebody who literally just was beaten up or getting yeah, beaten yeah, up his yeah. whole his whole childhood. Super, he's yeah. super tough, and so it's like I have to take that into account, and then he has to take my situation. Into hey, account. working. Hey, that's that's the beauty of of love and relationships is that. You, you know, we all come from different backgrounds and stuff and you understanding each other yeah. and what each other needs. That's the only success to, you know, moving forward. For sure. Because people, people say opposites attract like that and people would like things attract as well. But you have to understand the other person yeah. and what they need. You and know you, what I'm saying? You have to really, another thing that is important is you have to really be willing to be open yes. to understanding. Yes. Because you can sit here and say, yeah, I get that's how she is, but... You're still like holding back from truly accepting yes, that yes, that's how they yes, are. Yes. Because don't get me wrong, I can admit now that my sensitivity, like I can't just hide behind that I'm just mm-hmm, sensitive. Mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. shit I need to toughen up on. Yes. And some stuff I need to stop taking to heart or like thinking like, oh, they're coming from my whole entire being. Right, right. And that's not the case. Going to the extreme, I guess, yeah. you feel stuff. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not saying like, oh, you need to accept somebody as they are and they, don't have no room to grow. Like we mm-hmm. all have room to grow, mm-hmm. but it's like to my core, I'm always be a sensitive person. And that's okay. But and you need to accept me as that. And it's somebody has to protect your sensitivity, you mm-hmm. know, that's with you. They have to they have to understand you're a sensitive person mm-hmm. and protect your sensitivity because they know that. This is all about awareness, I guess yeah. you would say. Being aware. Like mm-hmm. that don't mean you have to be super sensitive. That just yeah. means that hey, I know I have a sensitive person, so I gotta watch what I say. Yeah. I gotta be more you know, I gotta be a little more I know that's 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 growing though. You gotta be I gotta if I if I if I spit stuff out quickly, let me second let me think about it twice yeah, just before just I say it. Just, just a slight it. second, give me mm-hmm. five seconds before I say. It, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know how she'll take this, or when you say things, I don't want you to take this wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or I don't mean this. I don't want you thinking this mm-hmm. way. You know what I'm saying? It's all about communication. It's yeah. it's a it's a growing it's a growing point. You see, we all grow at different levels in, in love and communication and relationships, and it's good to hear you know the things that she's analyzing herself about. Mm-hmm. And me, I've been through my fair share of things, and she we agree on a lot of things because I we both been through different things. Yeah, and you learn that the the, the way that things can be successful is the, the the blueprint is the same. Yeah, it's, it's it's the same. It's just us implementing it into each other's lives mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. So and you got to be open to it in that moment. And us as men, it's just about accepting accepting the fact. Mm-hmm. Men have a hard time accepting the fact of a lot of things. We have a, it's tough and Ooh, it's a it's a it's it's, it's it's a time it's a time in men's life when I have my I have my moment already where it hits you in the head like all right let me go ahead and just lock in and be serious. Mm-hmm. It happens. Some men don't get it to 50 or 40 or 60 mm-hmm. and you'd be blessed if you just get it, you know, at the right time to, yeah. you know, to be able to do something. So that's good, good, good love conversation for, and, you, and this is advice and these are real situations, real feelings from people with what we can motivate anybody out there. If you're going through some shit, you know, just listen to these episodes and get whatever type of lesson you can because sure. we're all people, right? And we all, we are normal people. We're not no celebrities or nobody like that. We live in real lives. You know, dealing with real people and dealing with our own shit while also carrying our lives, you know what I'm saying, and careers and all that shit like that too. Mm-hmm. So, we are almost at the end of this segment, but I have two more parts. Two more parts. This okay. is this is the fun part where we shuffle the deck and we give you a would you rather. Ooh, we give fun. you a random would you rather. Okay. And then our last part, because this show was made to motivate uh, children from, you know, minorities or underprivileged communities. To be able to travel, we're going to ask Tyson. So now she hits her cue. 
uh, we're going to ask her for her travel recommendations for, you know, where she would recommend someone go for traveling. Cause every yeah. show, every guest, we ask them a travel destination. But uh-huh. we're going to get to the with you rather first before we close this segment. So mm-hmm. it's random. It's random. It's super random. Okay. Oh, these are some silly ones, but we asked them anyway. Would you rather your teenager be addicted to selfies or candy and junk food? So addicted to my kid to be addicted to selfies or to be addicted to candy. Yeah. Weird, but yeah. I think I would want them to. (laughs) That's stupid because like, okay. I don't want my child to be so vain. (laughs) With the selfies? Yeah, and shallow, but I also don't want them eating all that candy. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you don't eat that. I'll say I do find it a little annoying when people are way too into themselves, though. So I want them to be addicted. the candy? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. I I guess, yeah, vanity, because vanity is good to an extent yeah, but you could be confident but don't but yeah but i think this is it's poisonous in a way right mm-hmm. i think it's poisonous in the way that like you're like mm, you just you need to calm down just a little bit you yeah. know nobody's perfect on this world on this mm-hmm. earth so i get that i think i agree with that too i think i would uh I, i'll go with the I'm candy just tell them they gotta brush their teeth after every yes yeah, so and just have good uh mouth hygiene habits mm-hmm. so they won't lose their teeth for being addicted to the candy that's something you can fix yeah so i, I, I agree with that mm-hmm. next one is would you rather be with someone who lied about their past or is currently lying to you about their job? <laughs> I can see her face. <laughs> <laughs> somebody lying about their past or somebody lying about their current job? No. I think she don't like lies at all. I think, that, <laughs> I think that's, the fact she, that's, the, that's the face she gave me. <laughs> if you are literally... Okay, both scenarios suck because... If you are literally lying about your past, throughout your whole entire life, you are always going to find something to talk about with your past. Mm-hmm. Like everybody always, like if I'm telling you a story about my childhood and then I turn around, so what you, y'all ever did that growing up? <laughs> so now you got to try to think of. All the stuff they lied about. Yeah, like you keeping it up. What else are you lying to me about? True. But then it's like, okay, you lying about your job right now. What are you doing when you are saying you're doing your job? So, so I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Think about it like this, right? What if they got a like? What if you? What if you have a high level job and they just embarrassed of their job? I, I you was see gonna, what I'm I was gonna spin to that. I mm-hmm. was like, I would rather do that because I'm hoping that whatever they're lying for is because they're just embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, okay, we all grown, and I'm really not a shallow person. Like where I say, like you gotta be doing this, that, and the mm-hmm. third for mm-hmm. me to want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. As long as you have goals and you are actively pursuing them, I don't care where you work. I mean, I care where you work. I don't want you to be doing some weird stuff, but then maybe that's why they lied to me to begin with. <laughs> She's really thinking about this. <laughs> I'm going to go with the line about the job. I mean, we may not work out, but I'll take that one over. Lying about your whole childhood. <laughs> that's funny. So, would you rather spend a year of vacation on an island or in the mountains? An island. For a year. Yes. They, they say the mountains got some shit, though. Like, it might be pretty. You're not a mountain The mountains person. are cold, right? 
Uh, seasonally, season seasonal mountains. Yeah, like Col- The thing about like Colorado, like they got like. Nah, yeah. I don't want to be nowhere cold. Mm. So you say straight up the island? Yeah, right. I may get island fever, but at the end of the day, I'm on an island. True, true. I guess. I mean, that's it, it's really asking sunny or hot or or cold because it's more cold on the mountains than it is in the island. Most islands are tropical and yeah, and, and warm and uh and, and whatnot. So I got one more for you. Okay. And this is the all these are all very silly, but you know, we we just ask them anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is funny. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask you that one. Make it would, a good one. Would you rather wake up every morning and think you're a different person or wake up every day in a strange location? Oh, that's depressing. Wake up every day and be a different person and think you're a different person. Oh, oh. Or wake up every day in a strange location. This one got it too. She thinking, she thinking deep about this one. <laughs> <laughs> she don't like these scenarios because she like both these answers suck, but. You know, it's like because I don't want to have mental issues and just like people thinking I'm crazy because today I woke up and I'm Eddie Murphy. (laughs) But then at the same time, do you know how annoying it will be to just wake up in a totally different area and you just got to worry about now I'm going to be late for work because I got to go home. for Yeah, that is kind of kind of creepy. That's kind of creepy. I don't know. Let me see what you're going to say. But I always want to keep my mind. I always want to be having my mind. So I'll wake up in a different place. Different place? I, mm, I think I'll wake up a different because it's said think you're a different person. I would love to think like one day I think I'm somebody else and I, the personality thing. It will be so fucking unpredictable when I wake up. I don't know. I didn't say for how long. So I don't know for how long that would be. But I would love to wake up one day and just you know think I was Martin Luther King. I'm I'm just positive. And the next day I wake up and think I'm Kanye West. I don't I don't know. I think that'd be interesting. And then the next day you wake up, we your share. walls are padded. Oh, <laughs> well, I'll be in straight jacket. <laughs> you in a straight jacket? Yeah, but I'm not, I mean, I think I I, mean, I don't know. I would I would love as long as it's not nothing super crazy. I don't know. It's the strange place. I feel like I have a mini heart attack when I wake up every single morning. If I wake up in a strange place, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, that is. It's waking up in a strange place. I. Even when I'm, if I if I got drunk and woke up in a strange place, I'm scared. Just because I'm like, what the what the fuck, what the fuck am I? <laughs> so if I wake up consistently in a different place, this is when you wake up because it could be an alley, it could be anyone. Like you Seven know what? Days a week, yeah, that I'm, is I'm, true. Yeah, I'm okay, like, I'm gonna change my answer. Maybe my life will be exciting. Yeah, like what if you what if you thought you were Beyonce for a day and you did Beyonce like things? You got a chance to be a lot of good people. Ooh, the twenty four hours mm-hmm. in that day. Mm-hmm. So, you see what I'm saying? But if you wake up in a strange place, you just it's a strange place. You could wake up. Somewhere awesome, but you could not wake up somewhere awesome yeah, too. So, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. These are some weird ones. She got some weird ones this time, but you know that's that's what the would you rather are. They're pretty weird. We add to the deck every single month or every single week uh, that we have a different guest. So, mm-hmm. last part of this segment, as we spoke on before, mm-hmm. uh, is your travel destinations. Yes, and I know Tyson to be well traveled, so I know this is going to be a very good. Uh, <laughs> Area for her to give some recommendation. Uh-huh. Uh, just to reiterate, uh, the whole reason why I started this podcast is because uh, during all the controversial times and things like that, uh, I've been blessed to travel, and I try to promote travel because I feel like getting out of your normal 
predicaments and societies and things like that helps you to understand more, you know, live your life a little bit more. And it's good to see other cultures and countries and things like that. So I want to eventually, uh, with this show, someone here out there that we help start a nonprofit organization to help underprivileged children uh, to be able to travel somewhere once a year if they get good grades or, you know, are doing really well to, you know, to get them opportunity to travel with them and another person, them and their parent or anything like that, to see another country or even another state because a lot of people don't go out of their city or their state, you know, and, and that's not healthy. So mm-hmm. uh, this is the segment where our guests recommend somewhere and we'll, we'll update it on our Instagram page. Or wherever she says there's some good travel recommendations. So yes. I'll let Tyson take the floor and she'll tell you her uh, suggestion and why and if she has some any experiences there that made her choose that location. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I love that that is your what you're advocating for because being someone from the South mm-hmm. who literally never left the South mm-hmm. until they got into the military – on my second assignment, by the way, mm-hmm. like my first assignment, I was still in the South. But like to be able to finally experience something different, mm-hmm. like it's it's an amazing thing that I feel like you have to do. Even if you're just going to then like somewhere in the States, like mm-hmm. go to a completely different area. If you're from the South, go to the East Coast, like go to mm-hmm. somewhere that is you know, getting you out of your comfort zone. Um, you definitely need to experience different things in life. So I love that. Um, I would say a place that I would recommend 100% without a doubt, I already knew I was going to say when you first asked it, hmm. was Bali. Ooh, that's uh, Indonesia, right? Yes. Look at her, well-traveled. Man, y'all ain't heard this one before. I'm, I'm interested. So me and my baby father, <laughs> we went to Bali for... Valentine's Day and oh. it was so cute. Literally, I would definitely, if you are in a relationship, one hundred percent, you need to go to Bali. But even if you are going with friends, going by yourself, that was the most cheap trip that we've ever been on, and like it felt criminal how cheap it was. Like the most expensive thing will be your plane ticket. Like wow, y'all heard it. So that's why I recommend as a place to go because you do not need to have a lot of money to go there. So how was this trip that you were looking? What were some of the things? Because she her face lit up when she said Bali. What mm-hmm. were some of the fun things you did to people out there that mm-hmm. never been anywhere? And you said it's inexpensive. What were some of the things that were like, oh, it's so cheap, but I did you know this? So we were able to do a tour of the rice fields. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you the rice fields, literally – Though it's just grass, like the way that the architecture of the um, field is so beautiful and we were able to do the infamous, or I wouldn't say infamous, I would say the famous swing over the rice fields. That was so fun. We were able to go to a private pool in the jungle and get served breakfast in the pool. Oh, man, that sounds beautiful. Get spa treatment. Oh, Lord. We jet skied. We... Um, went four wheeling in the jungle. Live my best life. Yes, it was <laughs> a really, really, really fun trip. And even when we were just, we went to a water park as the uh, as well. Um, everything that we did was really inexpensive. Mm. Eating eating there was inexpensive. How was the food? The food was great. Mm-hmm. It was really great. I am a picky eater, but that year that I started traveling, I started to try to eat. 
try to try new things. Yeah, and um, I enjoyed all the food that we ate there. Um, and so, like the hotel was cheap. It was nice though. And it it was still very nice. They are very 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 nice there. Like the people there are Mm -hmm. really nice. Um, the culture there is like the vacay culture there is that you're going to have the panhandlers. Is that what they call them? I'm trying to people solicit and sell stuff. Yeah. That's, that's the big So, but it's like what they're asking for is like, that's all you want. You're not here. Here. <laughs> um, getting rides there was fun. We rode, um, had like a motorcycle taxi. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. I just say it was a great experience to be in a diff- totally different atmosphere. Their vibe there is like very safe. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say, if you're trying to travel out of the um, state, you don't even need to go to Mexico. You don't need to go to the Bahamas. Like, mm-hmm. go to Bali. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'll love it. So that is a great answer. I think I don't think I've had anybody that ever recommended Bali before, and I've never been to Bali before. Mm-hmm. So that sounds amazing. Um, of course, we're all praying that COVID, you know, uh, allows us to, to you know, to to travel again and. But as you can see, when you are able to travel, there are some beautiful, beautiful places to go, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, not to make everything racial, but a lot of people of color, you know, we don't have a lot of traveling stories to listen to no. from, our, from our own, you mm-hmm. know, because you stay in your little areas and things like that. And traveling has been one of the greatest things I can say uh, being in the service has helped me to do. And as 100%. you can see her as well, yeah. um, just to go places. And once you go there, you're like, you know what? These people are nice. This place they they live in, it's a different way than America, and it's it's addictive at a, at a point to yes. go places, right? Well, I was just about to say that it makes you see things differently, and it makes you crave that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I want to keep traveling, I want to keep going to different places and seeing different things and things like that. So mm-hmm. that's definitely a good uh, recommendation. We'll update it on our Instagram page, so we have a bunch of travel destinations for everybody out there uh, to be able to go to when we can travel from COVID. So look that up. We'll send a link just with some, some, some minor things, but it sounded like a good time to me. She actually inspired me to want to you know, try to go there, you know, uh, when I can. Definitely. And I'm well traveled myself as well. So as we close, <laughs> light plug, it's just uh, she, a little slight flex she gave right there. <laughs> but as we close, we're going to give Tyson one more opportunity for closing remarks and to also Reiterate again how people can find you and uh, follow you and things like that on your social media. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me on your platform. This was really fun. I love to talk. You know, (laughs) we have our conversations and I'll just be talk, talk, talking. So I'm glad that we were finally able to come together Mm -hmm. and um, be on your podcast. And I wish you so much success with doing this. And I love being able to be friends with people who are in the creative world because it inspires me, even though I'm not like a podcaster, Mm -hmm. you getting out and doing this definitely inspires me to like, try to re-motivate myself Mm -hmm. and push out that content as well. So just thank you so much for having me. And for all the listeners, if you want to get to know me a little bit more, you can look me up on YouTube at Ty's Universe, T-Y-S Universe. And then on Instagram, it's Ty's.Universe. And Twitter, it's Ty's Universe. So check me out. And (laughs) thanks for having me. So that's, that wraps us up today, everybody. I hope you got something out of this. Uh, like I said, um, we have something out there for all ages. Uh, something you can learn from everybody. Uh, we 
I talk to 16 year olds I talk to 27 year olds I talk to 37 year olds So it doesn't matter your age It's all about the content that we have And we try to have fun Natural real conversations So thank you everybody for the support uh, Have a happy February And uh, look forward to the next episode We are out of here Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Please leave an honest review, subscribe, and share. Listen to us on all platforms. Follow us and ask questions on Twitter at Marquis Podcast Mailbag. Follow us on IG at Flavor In Your Ear Podcast. And like our Facebook page, Flavor In Your Ear Podcast. For exclusive content, info, special offers, and free entry into our monthly giveaways, send your email address to flavorinyourear247 at gmail.com to join our email list. If you're anxious, we have a snippet following our next episode's topic. Peace and love.